We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Let's try this one more time. I was having some technical difficulties. Uh, once again, this is Knicks Fan TV, CP in the building. How's everybody doing tonight on this Thursday night? This is the home of the diehard Knicks fan. If you're a diehard Knicks fan, make sure you hit that subscribe button below and the notification bell so you don't miss anything. This is where we talk about Knicks news, Knicks rumors, and post-game live analysis featuring live callers. Was having a little bit of technical difficulties with the stream with my microphone, but I think we should be okay now. Uh, salute to everybody watching once again. Once again, my, my major, I got two major announcements. Number one, the Knicks home opener. Get your home opener tickets in the Chase VIP Lounge. Uh, it's going to be myself, JL, to so the Nick of Time show, and our friends at the Knicks Omni Fan. The tickets are going to include a ticket to the game. Free food and drinks, uh, meet and greet with Knicks alumni, um, giveaways and prizes, as well as an opportunity to take free throws on the court. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Now, the second, the second major announcement is this. Two lucky winners in the New York City area are going to get a chance to come with me on Monday night to meet the team. Two lucky winners are going to get a chance to come with me on Monday night to meet the team. Uh, It's going to be a tremendous opportunity, a tremendous experience. Don't miss it, so tune in tomorrow night. I'm going to be giving away two tickets to two lucky Knicks fans in the tri-state area. And you're going to get a chance to meet the team. All right, so stay tuned for that. Let me just get my chat uh, sorted out here. Give me one second. Salute to everybody watching. Hit that thumbs up for you, boy. Let me just get my chat going here. Yeah, two lucky fans are going to get a chance to meet the team, man. A once, once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. So, uh, I mean, if you don't live in New York and you want to get to New York for the event, you know, you, you could certainly enter into the contest, but... 
uh, that that's how it's going to go, man. And we're going to announce it tomorrow night. So after the Knicks-Wizards game, come through for the post-game show. And we're going to announce the winner of the contest, the two winners of the contest. And two lucky Knicks fans are going to come with me to uh, to meet the team. So uh, looking forward to that. All right, let me just fix my chat up real quick. And then we'll get into it. Because one of the things I wanted to talk about was uh, Julius Randle. And Julius had a lot to say this week, man. Julius was definitely not uh, shy about a couple things. Number one, they asked him about the Kevin Durant topic and about, you know, the Knicks being cool. That that became like a very, very major trending topic um, uh, this week for some reason. I mean, I mean, listen, it was something to talk about. We're getting closer to the season and, uh, you know, these things happen. But Julius said, hey, listen, I'm, I'm cool in, in wearing orange and blue. No offense to nobody else, but he's proud to be a Nick, and, and I'm proud to have him, man. I, I just like where this kid's head is at, and I feel like he definitely wants to be the best. They also asked him, the media also asked him about the win projections, projections, if he, if he, you know, took those into consideration. And he said, listen, I I don't care about win projections. He's he's not worried about the win projections at all. Now, one of the, the big thing that he said this week that, that really got me was uh, his number one goal of this season, his number one goal of this season, and that's defense. And you guys remember I've been saying it since he got here. I've been saying it since we got him. It's it's not about his offense. We we know his buckets are going to come. His buckets are going to come in droves. Not a problem. He's he's going to be able to score on anybody. It's bully ball. It's Julius Randle bully ball. But where he needs to pick it up is on the defensive end. And he was here quoted in the Daily News. This is by Christian Winfield, good writer for the Daily News. He said, uh, Julius said he watches guys at the position who's a really good defender, Draymond Green, he named P.J. Tucker. We know those guys are, are solid defenders. Paul George, he said, he, Paul George is not my position, but I just watch his activity and how he impacts the game with his deflections and steals. Julie said, I'm not where I need to be, but I'm going to continue to make the effort to get better. And that's all you want. From the best player on the team, that's what you want. You want somebody who's going to make the effort to be better. And that's what I like about uh, what Julius is is bringing to this team, uh, I like this is that's why I like what, what he's he's bringing to this team, and so I, I started doing some research on Randall and especially on the defensive end because you know he that's basically been his Achilles heel is on the defensive side. I mean, last year he ranked 62nd. This is from ESPN. He ranked 62nd out of 64 big men centers in particular in defensive real plus minus. And defensive real plus minus is basically gauging a player's impact on the defensive side of the ball based on a minimum of 100 possessions. That's pretty terrible. You know what I mean? And then I I, I did some further digging, and um, I was on Posting and Toasting. Shout out my guys at Posting and Toasting. And, and one of their writers, um, Dallas Aminico, who's a solid writer, he did some more film work and 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 background on Julius Randle and, and especially on the defensive end. I'm going to post this link in the chat so that you guys can take a look a little bit deeper. But um, from a strength side, you know, he points to the fact that Julius is a, is a pretty solid on-ball defender. 
especially on the switches. You know, here in this video, this is when he was on the Lakers. This is him kind of going head up with Steph. And we know Steph, especially on a big man, Steph is going to try to embarrass you. But one of the things that Dallas pointed out was that, uh, number one, Julius's footwork, he's very quick and very agile. And also the way that his hips turn, he's able to kind of keep the guards in front of him. And so that's one of the strengths that he pointed out in terms of Julius Randle, especially on the switches. And you could expect us uh, to, to be switching a lot on our defense as well. Now, here's, here's another example. This is Julius on De'Aaron Fox last year. And here, you know, you see him. He's keeping Fox in front of him, forces him to his offhand, and forces him to take a mid-range. Now, he still made it, but this is the effort here uh, on in terms of him switching on smaller guards and, and trying to keep them in front of him. Now, here are some other areas where uh, Dallas pointed out him being weaker on it, and that was in terms of just finishing a play, and that was something that I noticed during the Wizards game, and even in the Wizards game, like especially during the third quarter run that the Wizards went on, is he kind of checks out on plays sometimes. The effort isn't always there. And you know what? Listen, this preseason... It, it, we, 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 you're not expected to, uh, you know, obviously just go zero to hundred in preseason, but those are some of the things I, I kind of noticed. And in this play where he breaks down as Julius against LeBron James, you know, he does a good job of, of keeping LeBron James at bay, cutting him off into the paint. But then as you see here, LeBron gets a, a clear fadeaway jumper uncontested. You know, Julius kind of keeps his hands down. His hands aren't active. And, um, you know, he, he kind of gives him an, an open look there at the at the bucket. So that's something that he's got to work on. He's got to keep his hands active, and he's got to finish the play. He's got to follow through on the play. So that was a solid breakdown by, um, by Dallas. This is another one here. This is Julius... On the weak side pick and roll. Now in this play right here. Let me just come back a little bit. This big man right here number 45. I don't remember if this is Zubak or not. Or if Zubak was traded by this. I think this might be Zubak. So Zubak comes on the screen. And Randall is right here. He's, he's guarding Kuzma. But he's supposed to. When the roll man is, is cutting to the hoop. He's supposed to check this roll man. And try to deter him. From from scoring or or even getting the layup, but what he does is he's he's already checked out. He's still on Kuzma, but he's supposed to come into the paint a little bit and at least try to stop the roll man from getting an easy layup. But instead, he he just lets him go and he finishes the play. So that's that's one play on Julius in terms of his pick and roll defense. All right, here's another play on his pick and roll defense. This one Dallas points out is a little bit better in terms of bumping Alex Len, who's rolling to the bucket. But instead of checking him completely, he comes out to Dwayne Dedman, who, yeah, he's a 38% three-point shooter, but he gives up a more high-percentage bucket to Alex Len. He gives up the dunk to Alex Len. So again, it's his, it's, it's his uh, you know, awareness, especially in the pick and roll situations, that he certainly has to pick it up on.
And here they're showing you his strong side defense on the pick and roll. This is against the Raptors. And you see Kawhi Leonard come around the pick that Ibaka sets. Julius is right here in the corner. He's guarding Siakam. And doesn't even flash out to even try to deter or impede Kawhi Leonard from getting to the hoop. You know, he's guarding Siakam. Yeah, you, you still have to respect the, the three-point line. But what, what he's saying here is that he's got a flash right here. And, and at least try to impede Kawhi Leonard from getting an easy layup. Right? But now he gets a dunk real easy. So those are just those are just some examples. And, and this, this was on the strong side pick and roll. And he was in the 28th percentile in defending the roll man on the pick and roll. So that, that was last year. 36th percentile in defending post-ups. So, just some food for thought. Just some food for thought. But but I think it, it's uh it's real cool to see Julius um, embracing that, embracing that as his weakness, and, and really wanting to, um, you know, really wanting to improve on the defensive end to help his team. And like he told you, he knows. That the off the buckets are going to come. That's not a problem. He's going to be able to score on anybody. So the buckets is not going to be a problem. Uh, but what he's got to do is he, he's got to improve on the defensive end and the passing. You know, the, uh, the Wizards game, he, he had finished with seven assists, which was very surprising. He still finished with seven assists. Uh, and, and so he's got to be able to show that he can elevate his team in other in other areas. Not being so bull strong in terms of burying his head and, and trying to score over two to three people and we're really trying to, you know, find the right guy, make slow the game down a little bit and, and make the right passes. But he's making some nice passes though uh, during that Wizards game. He found RJ on some on some beautiful feeds. And so, you know, Randall's showing you that that he's capable of doing it. So let's see what happens. So to everybody in the chat once again. If you're if you're new to the chat, leave us a hashtag new so we can shout you guys out. If you guys are watching this after the show goes live, leave us a hashtag new in the video, and uh, we'll we'll get back to you and welcome you to the channel. Once again, CP from Knicks Fan TV here checking in with you guys. Make sure you tune in tomorrow night after the Knicks versus Wizards game because two lucky fans in the New York area. Are going to come with me to meet the team this Monday night in New York City. Exclusive for the for the just just for the subscribers of Knicks Fan TV. Two lucky fans are coming with me to meet the team. And uh, that's just a token of appreciation for you guys supporting the channel. So make sure you hit that thumbs up button. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. And make sure you share these videos. Very important. Tomorrow night we will uh, announce the winners. After the game. So make sure you guys tune in here after the game to find out who's coming with me to meet the team on Monday night. Let's uh, sh- shout out some people in the chat. King Sipes has his hashtag new. What's going on, King Sipes? Sin, how you feeling, Sin? Eddie Cologne repping Arizona. Welcome, Eddie. Ennis Turan says he's old. Shout out, Ennis. Brian Mellis says hashtag new. Welcome to all team hashtag new here. Jeremy News- Newsbaum says he's a day one. So salute to Jeremy. 
Michael Parker with the super chat. Thank you, man. He says, salute to, salute to the chat. Salute to Knicks Fan TV. Always supporting. King Savage says, how you win? I'll, I'll let you guys know how you win. It, it's going to be very simple. It's going to be a random drawing, a random um, raffle. Uh, so I'll we'll be distributing the sign-up form tomorrow. Check my community tab on YouTube and also check the, um, the video or the live stream tomorrow night, Knicks versus Wizards. You guys will, I'll give you guys an opportunity to sign up throughout the day and then we'll pick, we'll, we'll pick the two lucky winners, man. Will from LI, what's going on, man? Shadow SB says, hashtag new. What's going on, man? So that was, that was the topic on Randall. And again, the topic on Randall was, um, in regards to his defense. There was other news too. Ben Wallace came to camp today. Speaking of defense, Ben Big Ben came to camp today and was talking to the big men. Which is cool. You know, we we've been seeing uh the team making a conscious effort to uh influence their players with some positive uh uh reinforcement. You know, last year we saw Willis Reed came. Rasheed Wallace was working with Mitch. You saw they met Patrick Ewan last year when they went to D.C. for the for the preseason game. Today you had uh, Ben Wallace and you had Coach John Calipari came to camp. And you know, Coach Cal has some Kentucky guys on the team. He got Randall and Kevin Knox in there. So I'm sure he was there checking on his, on his guys, seeing how they were doing. And Ben Wallace is in there uh, giving a pep talk to the bigs. Bobby Portis, Todd Gibson, Julius. Mitch, so that was cool, you know, that is, it's cool to see that they're bringing in guys, experienced guys, you know, the, who, who else is tougher, who else spells defense more than Ben Wallace, who else spells underdog more than Ben Wallace, so kudos to the team for that, uh, other news, injury news for tomorrow night, and this one, you might not want to hear this one, but uh, DSJ is Doubtful for tomorrow night's game against the Wizards at the Garden. Once again, he's limited by his back. Bobby Portis, his rib, he's probable. He had a rib contusion. Kevin Knox with a calf injury is questionable for the game. Building roots at Ben Wiles equals HBCU. Yep, Virginia Union definitely did. Uh, but yeah, that's that's the injury front, man. Uh, DSJ once again is out of the game. And it's going to be interesting, man, because we already heard this week from Ian Begley, sources, and I say sources in quotes, say that Alfred Payton is playing his way into the starting position. And now we're seeing DSJ being out for a second preseason game. Uh, might not be too good for him. You know, let's see what let's see what Payton brings to the dance tomorrow night. But for DSJ, you know. That back injury hampered him last year. They're saying that it, it's not it's not uh, related. This injury is not related, but you know it's it's hard not to be concerned. But it's early. Hard not to be concerned, but it's early. So no DSA tomorrow night. Bobby Portis probable with the rib, and Kevin Knox is questionable with the calf. Other news. This was um, interesting. Oh, Coach, my man, Coach Jeff Van Gundy was back in the news. He was asked about the KD Cool topic, and and this is my coach, man. Listen, listen to what Van Gundy had to say on the topic, man. 
Not cool. What do you think, Jeff? Well, I don't think uh, on Broadway is for everybody. Off Broadway is for some. On Broadway is for some. Not everybody has the same taste. New York certainly is not for everyone, but it's for a special. It's for special players, and I do believe that all it takes is one great player, like a Patrick Ewing or a Steph Curry, the right best player to come to the Knicks franchise, and they will once again be cool because there is no place, no place to play like New York City. There Absolutely, Mavs. That's my coach, man. That is my coach. You know, shout out to Coach Jeff Van Gundy, man. He didn't have to say that. He didn't have to say that. He said, on Broadway is for some, off Broadway may not be for people. This is an acquired taste, man. It's the it's it's the creme de la creme. You got to have thick skin. This is a blue-collar town. It's not for everybody. It's not for the faint of heart. You know what I mean? These guys behind me. Except for Porzingis. I got to get that Porzingis picture down, man. I got to replace that Porzingis picture. It's coming down in the next couple days. But you look at Bernard. Starks. Right? Who we got behind me here? Marcus Camby. Sprewell. Allen Houston. The captain. Patrick Young. These guys were built for this. You know what I mean? These guys were built for it. And, and, and so was the coach. So was Van Gundy, man. Van Gundy was he was on the floor fighting for for his players. That's a coach. He's he's in the scrum, uh, and and I don't have the video readily available, uh, but you guys know what I mean when he when he's hanging off Alonzo's leg. You guys know that one. That that is a coach. So shout out shout out to coach for uh for those words. Def definitely appreciate those words. Marcus Morris is back in the news. He he had his say on the on the whole KD cool thing, and hey, he said uh, never was a fan of doing what was cool. I love being a Nick, feeling right at home. Come on, man, how do you how do you not like this guy, man? How do you not like Marcus Morris? What he's bringing to the table? I love it. I love what I'm hearing. I love what I'm hearing. And I said last uh, two nights ago when we were in the studio, myself and Jay Ellis, if you guys didn't see that episode, click on your top right-hand corner, the, the lowercase i, and you'll see uh, you'll see the video, the podcast that we did on, uh, on the, this topic. But, you know, listen, a lot of people got on me for defending Marcus Morris for what he did and, and how he got kicked out of the game. I wasn't condoning what he did. What I'm condoning is his the attitude. It's about the attitude. It's about garnering respect, about not backing down, and the impact that it can have on our younger players. Because I don't believe Marcus Morris is going to do something stupid and get himself tossed out of a game in the regular season or do something to cost his team in the regular season. But, but what he's showing you, I believe he's intentionally putting these quotes out there to, to galvanize the team. And to energize a team and get the young players up. You know, and let these guys know we're not going to back down. Not going to back down. You know, so we're sending a message. You know, you don't condone him assaulting the guy, whatever. But listen, it's about the mentality. It's the mentality that I that I want him to impart on this team and on these young guys. And you've seen it. This team is, is together early. You could just get the sense that there's a chemistry here. 
And it seems like he's going to really try to be a leader of this team. You see Randall trying to take that upon himself. You know, he's saying, this is cool to wear the jersey. I don't care about win predictions. Randall's telling you how he wants to get better to, to carry the team. These guys want to lead this team, man. I love it. I love what I'm hearing so far. So let, let's see how it translates on the court. The other topic that I um, brought up was in regards to, I don't know if you guys are following these developments and what's going on with the with the NBA in China, but it's kind of crazy, man. It's kind of crazy, you know, without getting into the, the whole politics of it, because I'm really not well-versed in that, and that's not really what my intention is of this article, but, and just to give you a quick background, so Hong Kong and China are going at it right now. I think there, there's a, a new ruling that would um, force criminals to be extradited to mainland, mainland China from Hong Kong if they were ever convicted of anything. And it's, it's causing a, a, an uproar on that side of the world. It's kind of crazy because I've been to Hong Kong. It's a beautiful city, but it's kind of crazy what's going on over there. And, and uh, they're, they're trying to fight for their rights against China. And, and, you know, good luck to them on that. But what started the controversy was that Daryl Morey, the GM of the Rockets, came out in support of Hong Kong. And China, the country representatives, denounced them and went crazy on the NBA. And, you know, the Rockets have a special relationship with China because Yao Ming really bridged that connection when he came. That was a big um, bridge builder to the NBA in China. I mean, they were there before that, but Yao Ming really going to the Rockets really, really got the engine going. You know, because once he got there, they started doing more preseason games there, so on and so forth. So now they're pulling back on the Rockets, kicking them out of the Nike store, other deals over there involving China and the Rockets. They're losing money. The NBA is in an uproar. They're in a frenzy in terms of they don't know how from a PR standpoint, they're trying to spin it all kind of ways, right, to save face. Because remember, man, money talks. You got billions of people in China and billions of dollars on the line. So it's a very tight situation right now. Popovich and Kerr getting into it. It's, it's all crazy, but I, it, I, I'm not even, you know, wanted to dive into it that way. But Keith Smith from Yahoo Sports came out with an article stating that this situation could have an impact on the salary cap for next season. Because remember, the salary cap is dictated by the revenue. And so if there's a heavy revenue impact from this China fallout, that could, what they're speculating as a worst case scenario, drop the salary cap between 10 to 15 percent. It's already at 100. It's already projected to be 116 million for next season, next summer. The projection of the 10 to 15 percent could drop anywhere between 12 million to 17.4 million all for the projection. So that's a heavy a lot of that's a lot of money. So that's going to affect teams, teams who could be approaching the luxury tax based on the players that they signed this year or maybe previous years, you know, because some of these contracts they increase as the years go. Like look at Chris Paul, Chris Paul's getting close to 40 million. Right. 
It's going gonna, it's gonna to impact the max contract, how much the max contract could be. And so the way that the Knicks, you know, kept their cap situation fairly flexible based on this past offseason could impact them down the road. You just never know. So this is this is not to talk about potential free agents or anything like that. It's just to say, keep a, keep a close eye on this because it could certainly impact um, the Knicks in the future in, in terms of them competing against other teams for free agents. So... That that's all I want to touch on on that. Every team goes through this, you know. Every business goes th- goes through this from a financial planning standpoint, in terms of uh, planning out the the estimate for this for the salary cap, the best case scenario and the worst case scenario. Every team, every business does that in terms of their financial planning for a season or for a particular fiscal year is what they call it. So this is this is not new in terms of projecting the worst case scenario. It's just to say that this this political situation, geopolitical situation, could impact uh, the salary cap in a negative way. And so now you have these cap experts on these teams uh, planning for the worst. So, again, just just something something to keep an eye on. What else, man? Uh, shout out to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up button for your boy. Again, no calls. I just wanted to come on real quick and just share those tidbits with you guys, and also to announce that once again, two lucky winners are gonna accompany me tomorrow. I mean, sorry, accompany me on Monday to meet the team, and I'm gonna announce those winners tomorrow night after the game, Knicks versus Wizards. So make sure you do not miss it. Uh, let me do some shout outs real quick before I go. Shells heavy, what's going on? He says, uh, we're live after every game. Yep, you know it. Sherwin M., what's going on? How you feeling, Sherwin? Chen, Anthony Dunbar. Anthony says he doesn't like Van Gundy because he quit on us, but why does he think we need a free agent to be cool? Um, I don't think I don't think he was talking about free agents. I think he's just saying a player. Remember, he mentioned Patrick Ewan. Patrick Ewan wasn't a free agent. He was a drafted player. Steph Curry was a drafted player by his team. He's just saying a player. We need we need to create our own stars. That's what he's saying. We need to create our own stars, and it's a certain type of person, whether it's free agent or draft pick, that's going to succeed here. It's not always the marquee guy. You know what I mean? It's not always the marquee guy. So that that I think that was his point, and then. I mean, in terms of, I know what you're saying, he quit on us and stuff like that. I get it. At the time, I wasn't happy about it when he when he left. He was stressed, man. Look at his look at his hair, man. He's got no hair left. Let me let me go back to Van Gundy, man. He's got no hair left between coming here and, and the Rockets. Look at that, man. That thing's shining in the light, man. Let me zoom in for you. Come on, man. This guy's stressed. This is why he went to the broadcast booth. Look at that. Got to put some armor all on his head, man. He's shining. The spotlights are shining. You can tell how many lights are in the stadium right now. So, you listen, I, I can't, I can't, you know, covet sour grapes over Van Gundy leaving many moons ago. The team was, as you can see, the team was headed south. And we've never recovered since then. So, maybe he was doing the right thing to protect his health. Can't blame him. I, I can't blame him. John Talento said he never slept. 
<laughs> yeah. Keith Sinclair said straight cue ball armor all. Yeah, you know, let's look look at look how he's looking now, man. The whole roof is gone. I guess just just got the side panels. He needs to come on home, man. Just let it go. Just let it go, man. Uh, what else? Who else is in here? Building roots. What's going on? He says, yeah, Je- Jeff Snake. Does, that doesn't mean what he said isn't true. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I I, I agree with what he said, and I, I appreciate him standing up for the team, and and not following towing the line of you know let's crap on the Knicks because it it it's cool, like Max Kellerman tries to do every day. You know, I don't watch that show, but that's your cup of tea. Uh, you know, so be it. Che Burgess says that's not what he's saying. He's saying every player ain't cut out to be a Nick. You have to be a special breed to understand, accept, and embrace the yeah, Exactly. Special breed. Whether it's a drafted player, whether it's a, a free agent player. You got to be a special player. Now, that's all he was saying. So um, I'm with that. Um, once again, salute to everybody watching. I'm going to get out of here and uh, get back to my regularly scheduled program. I'm not sure why I want to watch this Giants game, but I'm, I'm going to check in on my, on my Giants. Give them some moral support because they're in a bad way, bad way. But yeah, once again, man, thanks again for you guys for joining us again. Opening night, the home opener this uh, not this Saturday, but Saturday, October 26th. Uh, join us, myself, JLS, my friends from Nick of Time show with a premium fan experience. The tickets include tickets to the Knicks versus Celtics game. Meet and greet with the Knicks player. In the past, it's been John Starks. Could be Sprewell. Could be LJ. To be determined. Free food. Free drinks. Giveaways. Autograph prizes. Memorabilia. And my particular subscribers who purchase are going to be taking a free throw on the basketball court after the game with yours truly. And of course, you're going to be on the show. The pregame show. The halftime show. And the postgame show. Knicks Fan TV. Salute to TM for dropping the link in the chat. We had a couple people purchase. Salute to Daryl Kane. Daryl Kane just purchased his ticket. I got people coming from Australia. I got people coming from the Philippines. Will from LI is going to be in the building. So it's going to be a once in a lifetime opportunity. Enzo954, welcome back. Welcome back, Enzo. And again, the second announcement once again two lucky fans are going to come with me to meet the team. Winner will be announced tomorrow night. After Knicks versus Wizards game, join me. I'm taking your live phone calls. We're, we're going to go through the game, the highlights, analysis, everything, and uh, getting your opinions on it all. So make sure you guys tune in. Also, this show and all shows are available in audio format, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play. Just search for Knicks Fan TV, and uh, all your content is there in audio format, man. So once again, appreciate the support. I'll see you guys tomorrow, man. Find out who wins. I will let you guys know how to enter into the contest. And we're going to announce a winner tomorrow night after the game, man. So be good. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday night. And uh, happy Friday to you guys watching on Friday. Peace. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.